Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at c4energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. Welcome in to the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Cheryl Nasso. She's my nutrition coach. And this is Week 29's Weekly Check-In. What's going All on, right. Cheryl? So things are going good. I wanted to ask you. So last week, the suggestion was you tend to be the write it on a post-it note, go back throughout the night and hitting, hitting that. Um, I had been trying to kind of checking in on things throughout the week and seeing, seeing that you were definitely more dialed in on tracking. Did you use that strategy of uh, logging so, in? So what I did is um, I basically logged in every night before bed and I would put in my breakfast, my lunch and my snacks. And then I would go back and then fill in my dinner from Perfect. that night. And that's perfect. Like, it's not about, I think that people get a little bit overwhelmed, like, oh my God, but what if I don't know what I'm having for dinner? Like with your family, I think it, it, our strategy was like leaving a little bit of a bigger calorie budget for that dinner time. You might have to make up some macros, but you might also not. So it's like practicing that little bit of flexibility is so important for being able to sustain things long-term. So I love that. Well, you told me to bank 800 calories and 40 grams of protein. So then based on what I ate for dinner, whatever that would be, I did still have the ability to adjust my snack if I knew I didn't hit certain areas, did, didn't hit all of that, if that makes yeah. sense. Things look pretty good. Now, um, I know you texted me earlier about my fitness pal, because I did notice that like it looks like uh, like the weekend was off in terms of logging. So Fridays was all out of whack. It put it all on one meal. I see that. Okay. I'm looking at that right now. Yeah. I see like you have like a <laughs> Cuban sandwich at like breakfast time, which is wrong. <laughs> right. Right. It, it like, yeah, it more, it pushed, mushed everything into mushed is a technical term. Um, mushed everything into um, one meal. And I didn't, I was like, screw this. I'm not going back and fixing all this. Oh, well, that's fine. So that was still logged. It just was logged in the wrong meal. Correct. Right. Okay. I'm cool with that. And, and mushed is from my friend, Alec, friend Alexis de She likes to, uh, she likes to use that term. I love that. Okay. And today you've got breakfast and lunch logged so far a little sluggish on the protein today, but that's because you didn't have much of a breakfast this morning. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things I need to talk to you about, about the weekends. Yep. I got to figure something out there. Okay. Let's talk about that first then. Well, that's where you want to start. Um, well, I want to give a health update first since okay. we last talked. So Wednesday went for my follow-up on my lungs and my sinuses and found out that there was an infection. Okay. We can handle that on prednisone and uh, antibiotics. I get through to Saturday and I wake up in hives. <laughs> and so I, Saturday morning, um, I'm covered in hives. 
I've got to go do my documentary filming of one of our athletes for the podcast. And I'm allergic to sulfa meds. Oh, the shoot. doctor called in an antibiotic with sulfa in it. And so now I've had to go off the antibiotic and the doctor isn't open until tomorrow and I can't get a replacement. So I'm still seeing some of the effects of the infection. So we've got to get that nipped in the bud. Mm -hmm. The other thing is my weekends now in the mornings to do these, this series we're doing, I am really um, doing a lot of work in the morning. I need something that I can grab and eat quickly or even eat on the road to get my protein in, in the morning that that's not like eggs or cereal or something like that. So that's, that's where I need a little bit of help this week. Okay. So, and and Bruce, Bruce says you can have a Cuban sandwich anytime. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be honest. Handhelds are the easiest way to get breakfast in because overnight oats. Yes. But if he's eating in the car, that can get a little messy. Um, I personally think it's really easy. I just made the suggestion for one of my other clients. They sell at the grocery store in the frozen section. Uh, they're pre-made egg white patties. They're by a brand called Good Made Simple. You can literally put like two of those, a slice of cheese, some turkey bacon, get all that ready the night before, toast an English muffin and handheld sandwich. You could even put it all together at night and stick it in your air fryer in the morning and not even have to worry about it. That would be a great idea. Um, Greek yogurt with some protein powder mixed in will get you a little bit more protein. I'm not sure how the weather is. Maybe you talk to me about it being a little bit warmer there, but a protein shake, not just like a protein powder, but like actually like blending it with some almond milk, a little bit of peanut butter, some some blueberries to get a little bit more substance there. Um, Yeah, good made. Yeah, those are them. Yep. Um, So I dropped that in just so it was a reminder for everybody if they wanted to go yeah, that was, that's the name of them. Do Canadian bacon too, but I think that some turkey bacon, some of those on an English muffin sandwich is great. You could even do a sandwich for breakfast. Like I think people are like, have a sandwich for breakfast? Well, yeah, like turkey, ham, whatever, in a wrap. Well, I'm. You can make. Some I, I have Dave's here. killer bread for yeah. toast. Yeah. So I mean, just make it a sandwich instead of toast. You could do that. You could do. Um, some of my clients make uh breakfast burritos. You can actually meal prep these ahead of time. Uh, you put everything in there and then you just heat it up in the morning. If you like sa- savory, it's always easier to find sweets because like Greek yogurt is always my go-to. Um, I also love cottage cheese. Cottage cheese is super high in protein um, and it's going to keep you satiated for quite a while. A cup of cottage cheese has about 24 grams of protein in it. So, I mean, you could easily do that. If you're having that with some Dave's Killer Bread, the Dave's Killer Bread will give you a little bit more protein. Oh, sorry. I had your thing pulled up. That's why you just heard that little thing. I'm getting clients checking in with me. I can't turn that off, but I'm just going to close it out of it. I, I didn't actually didn't even hear it. Oh, so it didn't come through the mic. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure because it was on my computer. Um, but but yeah. So I mean, any of that stuff would be great. Um, yeah, I get the regular ass white bread, Bruce. But remind yourself that white bread is high glycemic, lacking in fiber, um, and isn't going to give you a lot of those nutrients. Whereas whole grains will give you a little bit more fiber keep your blood sugar a little bit more regulated long-term. However, white bread can be great post-workout. So, but I think that anything like that would be great. Even a protein bar and an apple is like just having a go-to, you know, I love the level one bars. I'm not sure if Christy sells them at the gym. A lot of gym owners do, but the level one protein bars, uh, or you have, what do you guys do? Barabella bars. I think it is another company that you like too. No, but, we're not with them anymore. Oh, well, whatever. But any of those bars, <laughs> um, 
something that you enjoy with like at least 20 grams of protein. In fact, even Cliff Bars, it's not the best source of protein, but they make a builder bar that's got like 20 grams of protein in it that's decent. But uh, I like the level one. I like the um, I like the perfect bars are just high in fat. Um, but anything like that would be easy for you. And I can I'll put I'll send you some suggestions. But off the bat, I'm thinking the breakfast sandwich is probably going to be the easiest and consistent thing for you. So for sure. I did see that here that Snickers makes protein bars now, which is pretty funny. But uh, anyways, so breakfast is going to be your biggest struggle. Um, and at the end of the day, like I said, just keep it simple. Um, you know, don't overthink it. Don't make it more complicated. Like at night, you know, you might have to do a little bit more legwork before you go to bed if you don't have time in the morning, but just make it simple for yourself. And is that only on the weekends I, or all week? It's just during the weekends. Oh, well, it's even better. It's only two, it's only two days out of the week. So yeah. And I, and one of my favorite things in the world is a breakfast burrito. There you so, go. Yeah. I'll send you a couple of the recipes that I have, but I honestly keep it super simple. Like, I think it's the more, more complicated you make a recipe. Like I love it when people are like, Oh, it's out of herbs and well, you know, just keep it simple for me. <laughs> less instructions, less ingredients. I'm happy. Um, you could even make protein pancakes. I found a recipe um, for protein pancakes. N not, um, not a pancake guy. Well, you can make protein waffles if you want. I like I, I'm it. a French toast guy. Remember, we've talked about this. Well, you can make protein French toast too, because I've been loving my French toast. Um, I've been eating it like. Little... You send me pictures, but no recipe. Oh, that's because like, recipe. How I mean, cool is that? That's just like, here's a tease. I'll send you the recipe. It's really easy. <laughs> it's so easy. You can make that, but you have to make it ahead of time. I don't. I don't know how it would taste ahead of time. I like it fresh. Um, but yeah, anything like that would be a great just, option. Just so the listeners know, Cheryl sends me food porn and then no <laughs> recipe. Whoopsie. Other options for <laughs> breakfast. Um, uh, Alfresco brand makes chicken sausage and they're super low fat. They have a breakfast sausage. Those are great. You could have, you know, you literally just have a few of those and a couple of toasted whole grain waffles. Simple things that don't require a whole bunch of cooking, you know. Um, just think about the basics. So I love that. Okay. Um, so you did a great job last week of doing your homework and I hope that you're going to carry that into this week in terms of the pre-tracking. Uh, we are going to try you in using the app in the, in the, in the in-app, uh, tracker versus my fitness pal, correct? Do you want to try that? Okay. We're going to try that. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm really frustrated with my fitness pal right now. Yeah. Me too. It's, it's been annoying. It's like, it's like, I don't have the problems with it. I don't know why I don't have problems with it, but a lot of my clients do, but I think it's because I also like double check when I add something, I go back to the diary and I make sure I have had to fix things, but I normally catch it right away. Um, so I love that. Um, I'm just trying to review anything else from your last check-in that I wanted to do that. I think that was the main win for you that you actually followed through with that. I didn't get yet. Um, and I was hoping to have them before today, any new photos no. or a new weigh-in. Yeah. My mornings got crazy this weekend. I did. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yep. So when am I going to get those? Uh, tomorrow morning. All right. First day of the week. I love it. So we'll do that. And then um, wait. You haven't weighed yourself yet either, right? I haven't. No. Okay. I'm honestly not that worried about it because I think you're still going to be going down. I mean, your compliance has been really good unless there's something that you're not telling me, which you, you tell me. Well, I'll tell you what, this is one of the best weeks I've had other than this little medical setback. Um, and it's, it's, it's inspired me to want to do a show on what makes a good coach. Mm -hmm. 
because what what Patrick O'Connell did for me this week, um, I can't thank him enough. Well, can you share? So um, I've vaguely shared on some of my other shows, but you know, this I've done every open since 2013. And um, last year when I did the open, most of my open were, um, were foundations because that's the place I was in uh, a year and a half ago, whatever, or a year ago. Um, I was really intimidated about doing the open. So I sent him an email and Christy uh, on Sunday before this week, because I did the first open workout on Monday. And, uh, and little did I know, I sent the email just before she announced her retirement. Um, and then thought, well, I'm not going to get a response, but nope, I got a response like within the hour. And Patrick met me at the gym said, we're going to get you through this. We're not going to let asthma stop us. Mm -hmm. And, um, basically walked me through 23.1 and used it as a metric to measure my lung capacity. What is my threshold before I go into asthma? All of those things. And now we have a benchmark that we're going to try to to raise. Love it. So I'm not just like, so I'm not just shooting into the air blindly. Um, and basically the way it started, I'll tell you, Cheryl, is he said, we're going to try to do eight calories a minute that gets you done with the row halfway through. And you still have some time to do some other stuff. I, uh, I was able to exceed that and get to 11 to 12 calories a minute and still be able to nose breathe and still be able to um, not induce asthma. And then I, so I finished ahead of schedule. Um, I got through all 50 of, I switched to uh, hanging knee raises, um, got through all 50 of those, didn't expect that, did not have a ball ready for me for the wall ball. So we scrambled, got a ball and uh, I got, I think it was 17 wall balls, but went back to RX because the ball that was thrown to me was a 20 pound ball. Um, so I went RX scaled RX through the workout um, and made it way further than I ever thought. Then Thursday was an all cardio workout. Pat was my coach again. Um, and it was a mix of the original writing was a hundred meter row, 10 calorie bike, fifth or uh, 200 calorie row, 15 calorie bike, 320, 430 and back down. But it was so nice here. They switched it to a run, but I still did it as the row uh, just because I knew that was my metric. And that's what Patrick asked me to do. The only time I hit my threshold was transferring from the row to the bike. And he said, you know, you're pulling hard because you see the end. And he goes, you know, every elite athlete, sandbags the last 50 meters because the wheel's already spinning. You're not going to make up that much time. Use it to catch your breath and get to the next. And I, once he coached me on that, 11 years in CrossFit, first person to ever teach me that. Wow. I was able to go right from the row to the bike. No stop. Love it. Love it. And, uh, and so I got to keep moving. I did that whole workout in like 23 minutes as written. Um, and it had a rest built in every, 
So there was a minute rest between each uh, interval you did to promote pushing it a little harder. So what I'm going to suggest, perfect. Yeah, so what I'm going to say is what I'm hearing is that a good coach actually pays attention to their athletes and helps them with understanding how to pace a workout, how to, they act, a good coach actually coaches. They don't just cheerlead and they give every person in that class, whether they are somebody looking to go to the CrossFit games or somebody that's just trying to keep themselves out of the freaking retirement home, <laughs> like whatever it is there, you know what I'm saying? That they do coach that. And I, I think that would be a great episode in general. I wrote down, like, it'd be a great episode to talk about because on my end, just like you have, we all have good coaches. There's a difference also between what makes a good coach and also what makes a good client. Cause in order for, in order for a coach to be effective, we have to have coachable clients and you are a coachable person. Last week you were given instructions and you did it, you know, like, and there's times where like, you might not be able to execute, but you communicate, you know, like being a good client is just as important. It's, it's a two way street. And, and I will always say that because I think that a lot of people don't give themselves enough, enough, uh, enough. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, enough. Oh, I can't think right now. My cat just distracted me. They don't give themselves enough credit for how much it takes to be a good athlete or be a good coach, to be a coachable athlete or to be a coachable person. That's a skill. And in order for anybody to make progress, you have to be coachable. So I, I think that would be a great episode. I would love to uh, record something like that. Bye, Bruce. Um, but for sure, I mean, nobody's going to be successful with the best coach in the world if you're not coachable. So but uh, I do love what, that. What was cool for me and, and that why it was such a big win is going into this week with coming off sinus surgery, having asthma induced all the time in my workouts. Like this was a huge win. I did two open workouts this week. Neither one easy on the lungs and sinuses um, <clears throat> and was able to complete both um, in flying fashion way better than I thought. Uh, just wish I could have cleaned more to do a right. bigger thruster. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I just haven't been lifting heavy. So it's not, I mean, it's just practice, but right. um, I had a great week. And the best part was my, co my coaches have taken the time to sit with me and get me through this. It's not just about managing your class or managing your clients. It's about caring about them and taking the time and meeting them where they are. Absolutely. I 100% agree. It's something I'm very passionate about. And I'm very, 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 that's awesome. Like that's just awesome. So, so this week, how are you feeling going into this week? Last I'm feeling week pretty open? good. Last one. Last week of the open. Um, I, I mean, I've done freaking burpees and that's been an Achilles heel for me. And with this surgery, like I was not getting gassed in the burpees. Um, I would say where I fell this week was my calves tightened up on the shuttles really fast. Yeah. And that's really, really where I felt it most. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're going to throw at us, but I mean, I, it can't be any worse than what we've had. So well, we're not going to see me per personally. Yeah. We're not going to see burpees. We're probably not going to see thrusters. We're probably not going to see pull-ups. We're probably not going to see. I, I don't think it's going to be a squatting movement. I think it's going to be a pulling movement. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited. I mean, my guess, my guess is snatches and double unders. Another repeat. 
Yeah, but and then someone said, well, you know, we haven't seen a box yet either. Yeah. So like box step ups. So I don't I, know. I could see snatches for sure. Um, it, squat snatches. I don't know. I just I kind of feel like I like the workout so far, but I definitely think that it is a lot of. I don't want to say it's the same, but like, yeah, we, you know, we did wall balls, we did thruster. I mean, it was different, but, uh, but definitely would be cool to see something a little bit different this week. I think Boz has done a great job so far. Um, but uh, if it's single unders, I am going to smoke it. <laughs> the fastest jump roper in the world. Love it. But, uh, but yeah, so this week, um, I really feel like it's going to be a matter of you getting on some, uh, better medications. You know, you're not, your food looks much more dialed in getting me some updated photos and stuff for you. Um, cause I want to keep you on track. And, uh, I mean, are you traveling? When's your first travel? You said the week of the open or the qualifiers, right? Maybe. Yeah. So I think it's, uh, first part of May. Yeah. No, okay. not May, April, April. So we're good. First for part of April. We got, we got a good solid month and even that's not going to be that hard cause it's a drive, right? Yep. Cool. And I'm going to be covering an athlete that weekend who I think is in the chat, uh, Jamie Latimer. So, um, yeah, I'm that's sure I'll eat good. That'll be fun. I'm I'll actually, eat properly. I actually am going to travel to see. So I have a client that is, she's 17. She's in the teen division and she lives in Sarasota, which is literally three hours west of me. So I'm going to travel out there to coach her through the quarterfinals. Yeah. Through the age group quarterfinals. And then I have another athlete that's in Melbourne and I'm going to go there, which is coming up for the regular qualifiers. Australia. No, Florida. I wish I wish. <laughs> I do have a client in Australia, but not, that's not where I'm going. I'm planning that for my 40th birthday. That's my plan for my 40th birthday. Cause that was my plan for my 35th birthday, but COVID kind of messed that up. So I'll just wait till my 40th birthday. See, I had this plan. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to qualify for the down under championships and I was going to make the, a trip where I went and cause that was when that was a sectional at that or a sanctional at that point, I was going to go compete there, make it a vacation. And then COVID decided to shut everything down that year. So all good so but uh but yeah scott i think you are doing awesome i think you're doing great i think that you're in a good spot um like you said it's been a great week huge prs in terms of and i actually just recorded a podcast on this that i just want to share with you is i talked a little bit about goal setting and how people focus so much on the goal and getting frustrated like for instance i want to lose 100 pounds by the end of you know before the 2023 crossfit games it's a great goal but they don't think about the action steps. And when you're solely focusing on the end goal, you forget all the progress that gets made along the way. And the progress is like the things you're actually in control of, you know, like me being like, Hey, Scott, like, let's try this this week. It's going to make you more successful with being, um, you know, consistent with your nutrition. And you're like, okay. And you stuck to that, you know, like completing the open workouts. Like you could have very easily been like, Oh, I missed the open workout. I don't want to bother anybody, but you're like, no, this matters to me. I'm going to do what I wanted to do. And I'm going to get that workout done. So I love that. And, that's and, it's, so and it's all been measurable. And that's, that's what both you and the O'Connells are helping me with is that we, we can have measurable goals that meet me where I am yep. so that I can see the progress as I go. Absolutely. And that's for anybody out there. I think in CrossFit, you know, for anybody that's listening to this, I know this is not really the weight loss, but maybe it is, you know, when you guys are going into the gym and you're on the rower, like you would be, you, you can learn just like an elite athlete, how to pace yourself on a row. You don't have to be just like, Oh, but it doesn't really matter. Cause I'm just here to row. No, you're here to get better at rowing. Like you're going to get better by doing that. So, 
Um, and it teaches you how to, how you should feel in a workout like that. You probably felt way more in control of your workout when Patrick was like eight calories a minute. You're like, Oh, I can manage that. And then you're like, I think I can go a little harder. That's like the beauty of learning how to pace. And it just gets you so much more success. And that carries over into weight loss because when you learn that you're no longer in a rush to get to the end, you're like, Oh, okay. I get it. Like sometimes life happens. You're the picture. And, and I'll add to that. I'll add to that, Cheryl, because I would say since I've been done with my back surgery, I've not enjoyed getting on a rower. I actually enjoyed it because I, I was able to sustain a pace. I would probably get on and pull 20 or 20, you know, some big pools for 45 seconds and then die and then just hang on for whatever's left. Yeah. Um, and this was a very sustainable pace and you know, eventually I know I can get to like 15 16 and then it's like i can get through workouts pretty quick yeah I and sustain it. it i love it i'm really proud of you really really proud of you and i like that we're getting aerobic prs here <clears throat> like aerobic progress i think people focus also so much on the weightlifting it's really easy to measure weightlifting prs well i squatted 200 pounds today and i squatted 205 next week like that's easy the aerobic capacity stuff is a little and it's awesome that you're working on that too. So, yeah, it. It, those little meters on the machines actually have lots of data. Yeah. If you want to, <laughs> lots of data. Oh, that's me. That's me. I am a geek with the ergs. I will literally, if I have intervals, like I did a, I did a Hinshaw workout last week and it was like 600 meters easy, 300 meters fast, and then 100 meters like slow. And I literally went in and I set it for 600 meters. 300 meters, 100 meters. So I could see my easy splits and where they were going. As I got more fatigued, did they start to drop off? My 300s, did they stay consistent? I, I checked that shit. And I'm not like going to remember to the T, but it's good for me to see, am I staying within a range? So I'm, I'm very geeky about that stuff. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well, this has been fun. Always is fun. I mean, I could just talk to you all the time about this, all this stuff. So, uh, and that's what also makes this fun. So but keep up the good work, dude. I'm excited to see a weigh-in and I'm, I'm sure that everybody else is dying to see kind of like where you're at. And so that would be great for us to, to be able to talk about next week. Okay. Well, we'll see everybody for week 30 next week. Hey, it's a big week. Weight yeah. loss journey.